father of what's the other Jane father who yeah. sided with the Viet Cong? What? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, that was a weird one. Odd flex. Yeah, she got uh, she got early canceled for that. Like, yeah, old school. That's why whenever she does anything now, I'm like, I really don't care what you're saying. Like people have short memories. Yeah. Not me. You put out a fucking exercise tape. I'm supposed to feel better yeah. about you. <laughs> like, God forgives. I don't. Yeah, God forgives. <laughs> Forgive us between them and God. It's up to me to reach. I'm not going to kill Jane <laughs> <laughs> This should be the show. This should be the show. <laughs> Just go off on tangents about Jane Fonda. Speaking of forgiveness, we watched some movies. Did we? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to try that thing. I haven't even thought about this. Oh, okay. One second. Let's see how good this is. Uh, <clears throat> the life of an accused young man is on... On the line. Thank you. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> the, <laughs> the life of an accused young man is on the line. What stands between him and the uh, execution? <laughs> yeah. yeah one's the electric chair, one's the other thing. Yes. The life of an accused young man is on the line. What stands between him and the death penalty is the conscious. No. Is the assessment of 12 jurors. Would they be. Happy? No, these jurors are very angry. They're very angry. It's man. a hot, hot day. Um, hot for justice. Hot for justice. Will the evidence be overwhelming and condemn this man to death, or will the jurors find that perhaps there is an alibi, or maybe there is value to every human life? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All this can only mean one thing. We watched 12 Angry Men on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Retro vs. Remake! What's up, guys? What How are you up? doing? Yeah. Yes. I'm Dan Farley. I'm Reggie Parker. Welcome to Retro vs. Remake. We uh, Today we discussed 12 Angry Men, the, the the original, which is the number five. We did two classics. Yeah. Number five on the IMDb list of highest rated films of all time. Mm -hmm. With I believe it's 8.9 or 9.8. I don't remember. Like D dyslexia, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. BAFTA award winner. Yes, BAFTA award winner. The classic 12 Angry Men, redone in uh, 1958, was the original, and then the remake was made in 1997. Uh, 57. 57. Yeah, it's all good. Dyslexia. Hey, whatever. 57, and then 40 years later, they're like, let's run it back. Let's run it back with new actors. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, for... Which is pretty... Like, they kind of had to, because most of the people in 57 were dead. Yeah. I yeah. looked this up, sadly, folks, every single person in this movie, in the original, are dead. Director, writer, cinematographer, costumer, every single person involved, dead. Damn. Yes. Well, they left uh, a legacy. They did leave a legacy. <laughs> it is. It's honestly just before we get into this, sure. I just want to discuss how perfect of a script it is. It's um, it's a perfect. Script. It's really it's just a perfect, perfect script. script. This is what Law and Order used to be. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. You you knew nothing about fucking um, baby's father from uh, Jerry Orbeck. 
You knew nothing about his life. You right. just heard him like casually mention my fucking wife is a bitch or whatever, and then they just moved on. You never knew he just solved the crime. This is what all these jurors did. You don't even know their names. That's true. I mean, like, it, yeah, it, it is perfect, and it's something that gets sort of used throughout. Like, it's such a good courtroom drama. But they're not even in a courtroom. That's true. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's kind of it's it's everything because everybody's got a different angle of yeah. humanity to them, right? Everything right. that they're all playing, and none of them are really that bad except one guy. Well, one but guy. Yeah, one guy is pretty bad. He's pretty much a, actually two guys. I would say are pretty much yeah, fucking assholes. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, just the ability for actors to like just eat in the script, oh, like eat. just like let it let it fly. And you know what, like any role as an actor that you got in this in this uh, oh, movie, you'd be, you'd be thrilled. Oh, thrilled. Every single one. You're like, yeah. You could do so much with uh, any of these. Any of them. Any, any single one. You're like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to play that. Yeah. No. Anyway, I'd love to be the bigot. I'd love to be the antagonist. I'd yeah. love to be the juror number eight who's trying to fix everything. I'd love to be the asshole who wants mm -hmm. to get to the ball game. I'd love to be the, the... I think the worst one is the guy who's like the laborer. Who's like the... It, uh, he's juror oh. number... Uh, six. Six. Yeah, like six. He, he doesn't have much to do. Yeah, he doesn't have much to do. And, like, I guess the foreman uh, has a little to Like, he's... Yeah. Whatever. But the but. foreman, I don't know, there's, like... There's things that you can do subtly to, like, make that role. Yes. And he, like, it's he, an important role. Yes. You know, it's not yes. I agree. The most glamorous. But it's not, but it's also, like, you're keeping the order. Yeah. And you're always the center of attention, yes. kind of. Yes. So, it, it is also a good role, that. It's a good role. It's, like, pace setting. Like, the... The intro to to all the action like kind of hinges on this person like being able to like rein things in. Yeah, like that. I know that, but it's it's an hour and a half. Yeah, we're done. Boom, 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 boom. boom. It, yeah, I mean from a pacing perspective, it's really well done. When we get into some of the cinematography, I think like especially the original is shot so fucking well. I mean it's it's a really oh great, it's really great. Really well, I mean we'll get into that, but yeah. Anyway, because there's a lot of little uh, camera tricks. That happened as well. That's true. And, um, well, no. Yes. So, jumping right in to uh, 12 Angry Men. In 1957, uh, <clears throat> 12 Angry Men is a, an American courtroom drama. It was directed by Sidney Lumet, adapted from a 1954 teleplay of the same name by Reginald Rose. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, so, directed by Sidney Lumet, screenplay by Reginald Rose, starring Henry Fonda. Martin Balsam, John Fielder, Lee J. Cobb, E.G. Marshall, Jack Klugman, Edward Benz, Jack Warden, Joseph Sweeney, Ed Bagley, George Voskovic, Robert Weber. Let's see. Ed Bagley, he's senior. Do they have the accused? I guess not. Oh. They don't have the accused. Don't worry about the accused. We'll just oh, call well, them actually, John's, John's a little bit. So... Yeah, and uh, I guess Rudy Bond was the judge. It's so weird that, like, in the in the the whole thing, like you're talking about um, about the accused. They're talking about the accused pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, and you see him for what, what five seconds? Yeah, in both films. Like, in both films, films. and you uh, genuinely, when I I rewatched these because I've seen them before, mm -hmm. I didn't remember that he was even in the movie both times. Right, so I was like, oh yeah, I right. guess he was. Right, and it's only in the very beginning. It's only in the very beginning. Yeah. I'll make an argument, I'll make it later about, okay. like, um, how it's used. But, um, <clears throat> let's see. In 12 Angry Men, the 1997 film, it is 
All-Star cast. An All-Star cast. Uh, again, based off the screenplay by Reginald Rose, directed by William Freakin. Yeah. Starring yeah. Courtney B. Vance, O.C. Davis, George C. Scott, Armin Mueller-Stahl, Dorian Harewood, James Gandolfini, Tony Danza, Jack Lemmon, Hume Cronin, McKelty Williamson, Edward James Olmos, William Peterson. So, the original CIS, CSI. Yes. Again, this dyslexia sure. coming in. Well, it sounds like uh, you, you mentioned you have experience with uh, the films. What was yes. your first? Well, my first experience was, I, I guess I knew about it. Mm -hmm. um, I knew about the movies. I never saw them or whatever. I remember when the first thing I've ever heard of these movies, as like far as like knowing what the plot was. Sure. We were in a in something in school. We used to get like this uh, monthly Scholastic magazine, hmm. and in it, it must have been around 1997 because sure. when they re-released it, and I'm sure it was like a promotional thing for it. But they they had like a a scene of the uh, like the part when he's like, "Would you do you want to be the executioner?" Like you, yeah. I bet you want to pull this switch and whatever. And that scene, and just no, and then there was like another part of the beginning, mm -hmm. and you had to read it. And I remember I got to read journal number eight. I, got, I know, that's I, awesome. and I had no idea the the gravitas of that yes. part that yes. I got. But then we were going through; we had to read the whole part. And I remember they had a picture of the accused in it, okay. like the kid in the remake one, and they had a picture of him like looking on, almost like praying to them. Right. And I had. And then I saw it, and I don't remember ever seeing him in the movie ever until I rewatched it this time. But that was the first time I ever experienced it, and then I, I it was on, it was forever on Showtime, mm. uh, was the remake. So I saw that before I saw the, the original. Okay. And then I saw the original, and then all this stuff, and then I've seen it on so many other levels, because I thought it was great, like I've seen it, I've seen the play of it performed right. several times. That's awesome. And... Some of them were like remade ones where it's like an all black cast, and then except for sure. the, except for like the, the Spanish dude or whoever they put in there. But right. also I've seen an all black cast, and like the guy was like from Mumbai or yeah. whatever, and they were all like kind of like this fucking guy yeah, yeah, yeah. like the whole wow. time, and it was wow. pretty interesting. I've seen it redone so that it was all white guys in like in like the fifties sure. too at the same time. I've seen it done like a bunch of different ways. It's really interesting. I've heard like um, there's like. Productions where they call like Twelve Angry Jurors, yeah, and stuff like that, where like mix uh, uh I guess gender cast, yeah, and stuff like that. So, see, the only reason why I don't, I wouldn't want to do that, right? Because you, obviously, yes, I know the problem, problematic nature of what I'm close to saying, sure, sure, but sure. it's like it's the level of throwing like the angriness at it, yes. like whereas like a guy berating a guy, so they're like, you don't know, you don't yeah. know what it's like. It's like okay, yeah, because that. At the end of the day, they could fight, you right. know, like, and it's like, well, they might, that, that's like the tension. Whereas, like, a guy berating a woman like that, yeah, it's like, pretty... hey, why don't you sit the fuck down, dickhead? Yeah, like, yeah. like, um... It's like a whole other level that it's like, I think it takes away more than, like, enhances, like, yo, this guy might kick the shit out of him right. any second. I think, like, the ability for any of them at any point to do violence. Yes. Incredibly, like, no one's like that, I mean, obviously, people are upset by violence, but, like, you know, two guys shoot the fair one. Yeah, you're not too worried. Like, no, like and that, that, but that makes his like him raising his hand all the more like. Yeah. Yo, these guys are all hot as shit. Yeah. They don't want to be there, yep. and they all want to get the fuck out of there. And this guy's like not guilty. 
that makes it so much more to like, oh god damn it. Yeah. Like and it, immediately as he said it, there's always one. There's, there's always, always yeah. one. Yeah. No, I mean it, it worked really It well. adds a whole other dynamic to it, which I thought was really interesting. And when uh then watch it I could watch it at any given time. So I I was I'm really a, of all formats of this, although like I do think the 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 jurors and uh, like female male whatever however you want to mix it in is interesting. I just I think like the threat of violence yeah. constantly involved, especially because they I mean they specifically place it in a in one room mm -hmm. or two rooms if you count the bathroom, right. Right. but one room, and it's hot. It's the hottest day of the year. Yep. In a city, which is great, LA. and it's a great. So it's like adding the pressure. You're literally in a pressure cooker. It's. Going back to what you were saying, it's a perfect script. Yeah, it's great. It's a perfect script. I mean, just the the setting, how, like, it doesn't take much to do, like, production of this either. No. Like, you don't need much. Like, it's very easy to follow and understand. Easy. And, um, yeah, and it's just like this, <coughs> this sort of character study with, like, 12 different people. Yeah. Which, fucking great. You know, the racist guy is a drug yeah. addict because he's got a summer cold. Yeah. yeah. And we all know that. Uh -huh. One of those. One of those guys. Yeah, I get colds all the time in July. <laughs> For real. Yeah. So what about yours? What was your first experience? Well, my first experience with uh, was actually I saw the original first, and um, I actually wasn't aware of the remake. Like I've okay. never seen it. But the original, when I was in high school, I had this teacher, um, uh, Mr. Smith, when I was at Demathe Catholic High School, um, who in some of our literary classes would show us films that kind of like talk about different literary elements. So we watched like Hitchcock's Rope. Okay. So like talk about different thrillers. We watched Twelve Angry Men. To like look at like tension, thing, yeah. tension biases, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and I, I just remember watching it. I mean, like it was. It's a thrilling. It's really fun. Oh, it's to so, watch. it's the pacing of it is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. good. There's not a boring part of the movie. Yeah, like you cannot get up to take a piss in this movie. In <laughs> either one of them, either one. So so even me in like high school, we're like. For the most part, you kind of want to fuck off. I was like, yeah, I'm in school. I don't even want to pay attention. Yeah. But like, this is one. I was like, yeah, I'm watching oh, it. what? This is incredible. Like, yo, what? And then you're you're talking. At the end of the day, like, you're intrigued because it's like a moita, um, and you're like, okay. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, everyone's like, slam dunk. He did it, and you're like, maybe he did it. And yeah. then, but you're also presented like as one of the jurors. That's what's so great about this script. Yes. They present you with the evidence that they presented in the trial, and it's so clear that like, yeah, he did it. And then throughout, you're like, not necessarily that he didn't even do it. It's not that he's in it. That's what's beautiful about this script. Right. It's like, it's not that he's innocent. It's like, maybe that's reasonable doubt. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that there's reasonable doubt that he didn't do it. It's, yeah. And it's also what people like, uh, like they, and you see it all the time with uh, modern, uh, like, media bringing uh, about courtrooms and mm -hmm. everything like that that we've seen pretty much since the OJ trial. Sure. Of, like... They're like, well, I don't think that uh, the defendant defended himself well enough. It's like, right. he doesn't fucking have right, to. Right. Like, that, the burden of proof, proof is not on him. Like, that's... People get that so wrong all the time. That's true. You know what I mean? Amber Heard, maybe she shit in that bed, maybe she didn't. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And what there's another thing, too, that I think with the bringing up, like, the up-to-date of this movie, that kind of, it loses something if you bring it up to tape, because, I, I, don't get me wrong, I am not no, a... I agree. If I, I'm not a... Um, I, I'm not really a, 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 a death penalty guy. Sure. For, I mean, I guess I am on a case, but it's a very one. I really. Be, there are certain people where you're like, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck you that know? guy all day. Yeah. But 
there's other people that I'm like, you can't, it can't be, just be that broad. Right. And if it can't be that broad, then we shouldn't have it right. for me. Like, that's the way I, mm -hmm. I kind of look at it. So, like, historically, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people, but like, in like a mainstream, like, like, um, rip from the headlines situation, is there been like 20 people in my lifetime? And I'm like, yeah, fuck that Fuck guy. that guy. Like, there's some people that you're like, hmm. Like, like, like the Boston Bomber. The Boston or, you know, Bomber, yeah. Uh, like, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. That, or like, you know, like the kid that shot up that, the... Uh, the Buffalo the, yeah, guy. That yeah, that stuff. Yeah, like, you, that guy, you know. You know, there's a couple things that I'm like, fuck. But if you can't make it universal for everyone, like, those are like extenuating circumstances, then you can't use it. I agree. You know what I mean? I so you can't, that, in my... Not, and not, no, no, don't flood the comments. You're not. I don't really care. It's it's a, it's a, I know it could be an uninformed opinion. It doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. But so when you update it to that, most states don't have the death penalty right. anymore. Is what I mean. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So if you take that off the table, it's a completely different movie. Yes, it because is. this guy could fight for the rest of his life to get off. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Like you're like okay, well, but when he's dead, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, that's what's great about like the framing of the. Uh, film early on when the judge is like look it's this or that yeah. like we're either we're frying this kid or yeah, how are they killing or or you know no yes so like, well, i just wanted i figure this is a perfect time to get okay because i was thinking about this uh while i was watching the movie um it is not murder one hmm he didn't premeditate it he got into a fight and stabbed his father if he did do it true so at most, that's murder, too. He's not the death penalty. He, he didn't think about it. He didn't plan it. Right. Sure, he went out and bought a knife. Has nothing to do with, like, him right. use planning. That's what well, they said that in the movie. It's like, well, he probably just got into an argument again and just stabbed him. Right. He's like, fuck this. Wait, wait. It wasn't like, I left. Then, there's like, then he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, which is all the more reason why for the panic. You're making a great point. I know. Everyone, I should have been this guy's I, lawyer. You must have. You really should have been. Because <laughs> everyone conceded that, like. Your Honor, at most, this is manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone concedes, like, yeah, his dad. Uh, Beat the shit out of yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. You can make it a self-defense. Yeah, self-defense. You can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He needs a better lawyer. He needs a, well, he needs a much better lawyer than this. But, I don't know, it's... Like, or just, he needs juror number eight. Or he needs juror number eight, which I'm... I just hope for my inevitable murder trial <laughs> yeah, that course. juror number eight is there. Okay? Well, wait, wait, wait. Can we prove Dan... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we prove Dan did that? <laughs> Oh, that's so good. yeah, but it's, oh my god, like, from the rip, too, of, like, just, I don't know, like, it's, yeah. I, and what I love about his argument is not that he's, he's not taking a defense, like, he's not taking a defiant stance. Right. He's literally saying, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know how the fuck you guys can be like, let's kill him. Yeah. Like, immediately. Especially, like, the nonchalant, uh, Angle that they all take. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 gonna fry this bastard. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Guys, come on. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, five minutes, slam dunk. Hey. It's so funny. So, what's for dinner? Like, type of shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, even I would have more, like, I even, I, like, I, we were, we discuss right. books despite our ignorant comments that we say often. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I was reading uh, In Cold Blood. Right. And one of the things that, like, there's a part of that book that these two guys definitely murdered this family. Right. They talked about it. They planned it. They said everything. It was first-degree murder. Yep. They get the death penalty. Spoiler alert, they die um, from the hanging. But they, throughout, like, in the beginning of it, 
they have the trial in the town where they got where they killed the people. There's all these things that you're like, they need a fucking better lawyer. Yeah. They, like, you, and they didn't even know you could move a trial. They had no idea. You're like, well, that makes kind of. Yeah, yeah, Listen, like, that takes away from it. They're like, oh, well, we didn't know that you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, just shut up. It was like, yeah, get out of that town. It's like the bias. Yeah, like, the bias. You never, everyone here knew that this fucking guy knew this family. And then the one guy was like, well, I'm against the death penalty. But in this case, yeah. like right there, that guy should not be on the jury. Right, right, like, you'd be right. like, get the fuck out of here. No. Holy shit. But in this, like, some of these guys, too, you're like, did no one was there no voir dire process? Voir dire, voir dire, voir dire process. Like what? This did no one do anything? And don't get me wrong. If you have a public defender, you're in a lot of trouble. Anyway. You are in. A you're in a lot of trouble. I've seen the stacks of work that those men have, mm -hmm. and it is not pleasant. There's a. They they barely know your name. I don't think he's gonna mind me telling the story, but uh, our comedy friend Gordon Baker Bone tells us he he had some sort of. Uh, Thing he had to defend himself against uh, in the court of law, and the, the public defender comes up to him and he's like, "Man, you're fucked." Like, uh, yeah. like, and we started talking about this case that had nothing to do with Gordon. Saying he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Hey, you're uh, Frank, blah blah blah, aren't you?" He's like, "No, I'm Gordon." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> like, could you oh, imagine? Like, that's a start to like." <laughs> he just goes to the next guy. You just hear him like. Boy, you're fucked. <laughs> like, like, oh, from like a different room. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> He's like, I just the turnstile, yeah, but I think I'm okay. Yeah, it's like, I'm really... So I'm going to jail for a turnstile? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's... So yeah, they are... Yeah, the, if you get stuck with them, they have no oh, other yeah. choice. Oh, it's the worst. So, but so the so whole... Uh, let's not even get into our criminal past. Cousin <laughs> yeah, my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Uh, oh, man. There's two youths. But, so, I guess... Where do you want to start with this? I'll hit the synopsis real quick. Okay. And we'll, that way we can just die. And the synopsis are the same. Oh, It's absolutely. the same, exact same thing. <clears throat> Let's see. In the sweltering jury room of a New York courthouse, a jury prepares to deliberate the case of an impoverished teenager accused of stabbing his abusive father to death. The judge instructs the jury that if there's any reasonable doubt, the jurors are to return a verdict of not guilty. If found guilty, the defendant will receive a mandatory death sentence. The verdict must be unanimous. Yeah. At first, the case seems clear. There's a neighbor who testified to witnessing uh, the defendant stab his father from her window uh, through the windows of a passing elevated train. Another neighbor testified that he heard the defendant threaten to kill his father and the father's body hitting the ground. Then as he ran to the door, he saw a defendant running down the stairs. The boy has a violent past. Uh, he's recently purchased a switchblade. Of the same type that was found, with wiped off fingerprints at the murder scene. <clears throat> in a preliminary vote, all jurors vote guilty, except for juror number eight, who believes that there should be some discussion before the verdict is made. Throughout the films, uh, juror number eight and then many other people make um, different, provide different evidence and claims that go either for or against this death penalty. There's a lot of heated debate. There are 12 angry men, and by the end of the film, we find out. Well, hey, JB. This is cat. <laughs> and by the end, we find out if uh, if these twelve jurors decide that this boy's life needs to be um, snuffed out, or if perhaps he deserves a second chance. Snuffed out is a technical term. It's snuffed out. It's Very scientific. Super technical. We're scientists here. For wow. for the alternate, just because I feel like there's assholes on the internet. Yeah. My synopsis doesn't tell you how it ends, but like uh, if you don't know how it ends by now, stop watching this shit. Yeah. 
go watch the movies yeah. and then come back. I don't know what the hell you're doing watching this. Yeah, because you could be watching a really good movie. Yeah, it's really fucking good. <laughs> or, and by the way, both are very yes. good. Yeah. Both are like if you got okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hint hint. Yeah. So either way, if you got if you're like oh I could only get the 1997 version. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah. I have I do have some qualms with that, but we, sure. I will get into it. And he like like I've seen guys like that like you've seen guys like in the locker room like getting ready and like yeah, yeah. and you're like what the hell this fucking old man <laughs> like but he's not and he's you know he's got like so a hard, sunken chest it's so hard to say like I don't I have no idea how old so I'm just gonna put him like squarely in the middle like forty yeah I would like, guess forty two yeah yeah like yeah, around there but it's a rough forty two oh man. yeah no like a, what I lived in that's what's so good about some of these nineteen fifties movies I'm like even in Casablanca when we did that yeah it's all these people look real. Mm -hmm. It's like everything that they're wearing is attainable, and their hairlines and all that stuff. Like it's these people are real looking. Yeah. Like whereas then you like you have I'll go on the remake of Twelve Angry Men. Let's be honest, yeah. everyone is too. That, yeah. Everyone looks. You can live their life. That's but, true. That's true. But I think um, with the exception of the boss himself, who's the boss? Ah, Tony Danza. No, I, I will say this that um. Perhaps some of it is my own sort of ignorance about like the fifties, right? And yes. Just uh, the fifty-seven film, more so than the ninety-seven film, to me, everyone kind of feels like in a similar socioeconomic position to like, some degree. To a some degree, right? Like, there's not really a lot of like outliers in, in the crowd. So, like, I, I kind of came in really neutral with the cast because I think at the time, all gentlemen, like most gentlemen, wore a jacket. Wore a really. jacket, yeah. That's so it's like. They're not, but they're disguised as such. Right, right. So Whereas, like in we the ninety, discovered 90, how exactly how different different they are. Yeah, right. And like in the in the ninety seven one, it's a different time, like where you don't have to wear a suit, yeah. especially if you're in the jury. Oh, yeah. you're like because you're you don't. Jesus, JB. <laughs> JB. He, uh, but they're running. Like they don't have to do any. They don't like the one dude right. who specifically what we're talking about with the social economic thing. Like, he's dressed like a fucking dude. Yeah. Like, he's wearing a short sleeve shirt and wearing, like, cargo pants. Right. Like, what's up? Like, yeah. it's true. And, like, um, I think that because of that, and again, maybe for someone who watched it in the 50s, like, it's, I, maybe it's obvious immediately to them. Yeah. But, like, for me, it was like, okay, I had to be sort of introduced to who everybody was. And I think that that, like, era of mystery yeah. was unique. Especially, like... They're all white guys. Now, there's different types of white. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, which is kind of the premise, central premise yeah. of the film. But, like, uh, I don't know, there, there's less, even the film being shot in black and white, there's, like, less distractions. Oh, yes, for sure. So then I could just focus on the dialogue. On, yeah, dialogue yeah. and the story. And the acting, yeah. In 97, like, I think things get fleshed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a bit more. I think it's interesting battle. to yeah. some degree. Let me. The only reason why I, mm -hmm. I, the idea, just for one part of the the whole jury being white. Okay. What really works about that? Don't get me wrong. I, and I don't want you to turn this like I think all. Oh, no, you should never look at. Yeah, don't touch it. No, absolutely not. But the only reason why it works, one part works specifically because they're all white, and it works so much more in the fifty-seven one is because they. Uh, when the guy is like saying, like you know how they all are, right. the one guy who's a bigot, right? He thinks that everyone's on his side, right? Whereas, right. like, no, yeah. we're not. We're not. Yeah. We're not a fucking crazy bigot like you. Whereas, right. like in the '97 one, it's like 
no one's like on the fucking nation of domination. Right, 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 right. Like everyone, like from the rip, everyone's kind of like, oh, he's already the outlier. Right, you know? like right. he's wearing the fucking hat. Yeah. You know, like he's he's got the bow tie on. You're like, all right, well, it doesn't work as much if the guy's like a black racist. I, I agree. <laughs> like, and then like he has to make these different illusions. You know, we'll get into all this, but like he has to make these different illusions. Like it appeals to other black heroes. Like, yeah, bro, you get what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, right, and you're like. No, no, I don't at all. No, bro, like I don't at all. And then, like I seen it when I when I saw it as the all black cast, mm -hmm. and like the guy who was like the, from the Zulu Nation was the the uh, the foreign dude. Yeah. And the guy was being all racist. It works just as well yeah, yeah, because yeah. then all of a sudden everyone's like, "Fucking no, we're yeah, not yeah. talking. Like, yeah. We're not. Yeah. We're not the same here. Like it's it's nuts." But if, like, if they're all one thing, great. If they're all not one thing, they're all mixed up, it's kind of different, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't work as well. Because the guy, like, he's saying, like, am I right? And trust me, as a white guy who's who's talked to many a racist, they'll yeah. say things to me, like, yeah, am I right, guys? And I'm like, fucking no, man. As a black guy that somehow is like, <laughs> heard some of these conversations, like, I don't get why people... Forget I'm black sometimes. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Like, no, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. not like you. Or like, you know. No, like, I know a couple of ones that are. Yeah, yeah, like even the the cliches he says in it. Like, not all of them are bad. Right, I know right. a couple that are pretty good. Yeah, but for the for the most part, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> yeah. man? Yeah, it's, like, it's and they really, they expect really cool. you to be like, oh yeah, yeah, but which, you're not. Which is actually super powerful in the movie when he's like the rant isn't short. Yeah, and he was like so. It was like, and he's oh. trying to get, he's trying to keep get, grap, grasping at people. Like, am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In it, both of them, it's it's really good. Um, what's to me early on in the film? Again, before we talk about the jurors, I did want to talk about the different judges in the film yes. because I think the framing of the two films, it, it, the movie still worked with the same script. Nothing ultimately really changes. I think the framing is a little bit different just from the judge's demeanor. Yes, the judge. Oh, fuck. The oh, judge. Man. If there was a weak link in the 57, yeah. it's the judge. Yeah, <laughs> like, so Ru Rudy Bond plays the judge. He's like yawning and shit. <laughs> will not entertain a recommendation for mercy. The death sentence is mandatory in this case. You're faced with a grave responsibility. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, Rudy Bond Does plays not the judge in 57, and then uh, Mary McDonald. Who's Judge Cynthia Nance? Who's the First Lady in Independence Day? If there is a reasonable doubt, you must bring me a verdict of not guilty. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. But you're right, like, I think the framing, because you're right, Rudy Bond is just like, eh, and... He doesn't give a fuck. Because it's just another, uh, I, I guess, was it an Italian guy? Like, what? Well, who is the I don't know what he is. Like, what, German? He German? looked like Franz Kafka. <laughs> he really did. Um... So I guess we'll we'll bring we'll bring that into it as well. And um, that's a I like in the in the uh, ninety seven one. He's definitely Latino. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. In, in fifty seven, John Savoca is a defendant. I yes, he's Italian. I had it as Italian. It, it could be something else, but like it could be Italian. I think. New York. Fuck with Italians at the time. Still, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Prejudice against Prejudice. Italians. Prejudice in this day and age. You know, Douglas Spain is the accused in '97. So a verdict of not guilty. The charge murder. But yeah, right there, right. Like I knew it was Spanish. <laughs> Spain. <laughs> two like 
difference is because like obviously ninety seven is trying to modernize it, right? Yeah. Um, but like in fifty seven, the accused like I mean like you see him in court, but like you kind of get that that uh, that fading shot. Yeah. Before they go in the jury room, you just see him kind of like looking off. Yeah. Like, with uh, the Bambi eyes, like he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. But like and that one, he also. He, they, that's what he does, how it starts, is him looking at the fan. Yeah. That's how yes. the, the film starts, is him, and it's spinning. That's also, like, a level of, um, fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, like, Rudy Bond's demeanor, like, he's just another one of them. Yeah. And this, we're just going through the motion. Yeah. We know he did. We know he Guys, did. Guys, look did. at him, he's one of them. Round up the usual suspects. Exactly. Exactly. So from the rip, the judge's demeanor is like... Blah, 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 you gotta say guilty, you gotta say not. And he's just going through the motions, very bored. And like that that's a really interesting framing device for the rest of the film. Versus um the Cynthia Nance character yeah. in um the remake. She's like doing like what a judge should do. Yeah. Like an earnest like recounting of like what your duties are yeah. and stuff like that. And also we get a little bit more of uh Spain's reaction. Like he's in court, he's sweating, yeah. he's, he's like it, it ain't looking good for him either. No, it but like, is not. I don't know. It's just same setup, but slightly different. And I think um, it doesn't change the film ultimately. But like, it's, it's a it's a different kind of entry point to how everyone's going to start yes, talking. Yes, it about does. It, it is a different entry, and it, but it, I don't. Not not that it ultimately. But I also the, the way the way it was shot. I like the the way it was shot. The Lumet mm -hmm. shot of it of. This, he's also the in a bit, yeah, the 57. Oh, I, I think it's shot. The M, oh, yeah, it's way better. I, I think it's shot way better. Also, the way they, they film it of them coming into the courthouse, mm -hmm. and then, like, it's going past, and, like, some people are really happy, and the one cop is like, be quiet. Like, like shut up. And then it goes into the courtroom, and it's so somber, and, yeah. like, it's completely different. Of, like some, And then you remember, shit happens in courthouses, like, people are thrilled about it. Like, yeah. if, this, if this kid gets off, people are like, he's going to be ecstatic. Yeah. Like, yeah. you wouldn't, I would scream out, I killed that motherfucker, I can't believe I got him off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's that, a good one. Yeah. They can't change they it can't at that point. It. Nope, nope. Double Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, I, which I also wish OJ did. But, um, I digress. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I wish. Um, then I would be like, this guy might be my hero. He might be. Um, he, but when they go, yeah, when they do that, the whole shot of that, and then it shows him, and kind of like the, yeah, the lackluster, I, but I couldn't d determine if it was through, like, bad acting, or was it intentional that he was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of thought he was just a bad actor. Uh, probably. Yeah. Right? That I did, thought he was like, he was saying the motions of what he had to go through, blah, 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 like, uh, you must, and they really emphasized the fact of, uh. The death penalty. There was no life imprisonment. That, that yeah. was not an option in no, the, the 57. Like, we are going to put this person in the electric He's chair. going to go to the electric chair. Yeah. There's no... Yeah, there's I don't... No, which is also much heavier. Yeah. It's so, like, so. then there's not another option. Like, we will not hear pleads of mercy. Right. He's right. going to be killed. No, there's no shot. So, like, this decision... <laughs> These are the... What I, what I love about the movie, here are the stakes. Yep. How about it, guys? It's in your hands. In your hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. Is, is it bad? Maybe it is just like bad acting. Hard yeah, to say. I don't know. I, say. However, know. like we got what well, we got out of it. And I, I think that, like for for me when I saw Rudy Bond just not giving a shit. Yeah. Like to have um, juror number eight, who we're going to talk about next, pipe up. Yeah, is a bit more impactful. It is uh, in fifty seven. Yeah, 
Oh, I think they're all, well, they're both pretty impactful. You yeah. know, like, I don't, like, I, it's, uh, they also, like, the way they, they go about with all of the, with the judge, I don't know, I've been in front of some judges that yeah. it didn't even seem like that, yeah. like, the way he did. Like, yeah. he was like, all right, well, $2,000 fine. And it's like, like, it was like, I don't have $2,000. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wild. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, I guess we can start talking about our, our jurors. Okay, let's get into it. All right. <clears throat> well, do you want to, I, I got a, I say a qualm that I have with sure. this. Oh, well, now, you know what, let's go, let's talk about the jurors first. Okay. I guess. So, <clears throat> in 1957, Henry Fonda plays Juror 8. Slip uh, through our fingers. Are you his executioner? You cut it. Ever since you walked into this room, you've been acting like a self-appointed public avenger. You're a sadist. Um, we find out that he has a name, but we'll save that for later. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Who's? we could say it now. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It has no impact. No impact at all. Um, he's juror number... He's juror number eight, who we'll later learn uh, his name is Davis. He's a humane, justice-seeking architect in Father Three, and initially is the only one to question the evidence and vote not guilty. In 97, uh, juror number eight, or Davis, is played by Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon. You want the boy to die for your own personal reason. In this case, he's a father of two. Makes no real difference. And again, he's the original person to vote not guilty and repeatedly questions the evidence of the case. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in right here. Like, first of all, Jack Lemmon's a great actor. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I prefer Henry Fonda. Absolutely. And you know why? Specifically, this is okay. my big flaw with this entire movie. Yep. That in the 57 version, you have all these guys, this collection of uh, misfits and ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. And then, the, and then juror number eight, the you know Henry Fonda character, you have the old man. And the old man has all these insights about being an old man and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And talking about the one witness, about the his neighbor who's an old man and blah, blah, blah. Right. But in the 97 version, Jack Lemmon, George C. Scott, the guy, I don't know, yeah. live, uh, they're all Ozzie, fucking old. Ozzie Davis is yeah, old. Yeah, Ozzie Davis is old as yeah. shit. Like, like um, five of your jurors are over 75. I, and you refer to this guy as the old man? Why? Because he has a cane? I 100%. That doesn't make any sense. And also, the other guy that... The, the, nope, and spoiler alert, no let's go into this. There's no... Not, Tony there's no, Danza's like... But okay, Tony Danza, James Gandolfini, even uh, Edward James Olmos, and yeah. then you have the guy, original CSI guy, and then uh, and then those guys, you're like, okay. <laughs> and then the, the guy who's... Uh, what's... Uh, what's... Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who's from the low income, how's the black Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember his name in uh, real life. And then, uh, who's, they're, they're like, yeah, okay, they're kind of young. It's, they're in the same age range as they are in, right. in the 57. That's uh, Dorian Harewood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking George C. Scott died two years after this movie came out. Not even, I think he died like a year later. It's like, yo, this Jack, guy, he is not young. Jack Lemmon is. Fairly old. Yeah, Jack Lemon is grumpy old men. Jack Lemon. It's not. This is not the apartment. Yeah. This is not some like it hot. This is fucking Jack Lemon. Like ah, I can barely walk. Like I don't think when he was like doing the the mimicking the old man walking around. He's just walking. Yeah. Like he's not yeah. even limping. Really, it's like Jack Lemon's just walking now. And also they have 
the, they make that point about Edward James almost being the foreign guy. Right. The fucking old guy across who's well-dressed, right. who's you, like the rational right. guy, he does, has an accent. Sigmund Freud? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's clearly not from America. It doesn't... I love that these actors are in it, and they're great actors, yes. but they're fucking this yes. ass, man. They don't belong... That guy doesn't belong here. No one questions his accent? It's, he's like, yes, I went to the movies the other night. And maybe yeah, like, everyone's like, this fucking foreigner over here, but... Yeah. They, but the guy across the table was like, oh, so you grew up in Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> like, right. No, that that is a problem yeah. <laughs> with the 97 film. Is Ensemble cast. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But, like, you're right. Some of it's <laughs> taken away. Like, Peter Fonda, uh, again, we're like, he's of an ambiguous age. But um, he, to me, like, I, one of the younger people in the room by, like, appearance and also, like, looks like he can hold his own. So, like, when he's, when he's, like, pushing back, I could see why people are like, I, I don't love that he's making these points, but, like, I'm not going to really, like, like, there's never really a sense of, like, oh, I'm going to, like, beat this guy up. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? There's, like, not anyone in the room that I think, like, looks like they could just fuck him up. No. So, he, by that. By far. Like, it, nobody by far right, could do it. Right, right. You know like, I mean? maybe like, they could, but, like, it looks like it would be. Pretty even if that. Yeah, exactly. Happened. Exactly. You know, versus like Jack Lemon, like, it's like shut up, old man. I, that's what I would say. Yeah, shut, shut the up, fuck up, up you old bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, and he, and what's his name? Uh, George C. Scott is talking about his son. He's thirty-two. It's like, how old were you when you had this kid? Like fifty-eight. Jesus. I know. No wonder you can't relate to him. Like, you should be his grandfather. Yeah, these kids, they don't listen to the phonograph <laughs> anymore. I called my father, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The one, the best recast, the two, uh, I'll say three best recasts okay. that I could throw and that they did was Courtney B. Vance, okay. who is phenomenal. I love, I love Courtney B. Vance yeah. as the foreman, who has such a soft-spoken voice, but it's so soft and authoritative, and it could also be so soft and terrifying at the same yeah. time. It's like, I don't care. Like, that kind of level. And then the, um, the... The labor worker mm -hmm. as James Gandolfini. I was like, yeah. perfect. Yeah, per could not be better. Yeah. James Gandolfini pre-Sopranos. Like yeah. this is like a year before the Sopranos. If anything, he was filming the Sopran the first episode of the Sopranos. Probably. He probably was. And then Tony Danza as every New York person ever. Um, <laughs> That's true. And then also Ozzy Smith. I love Ozzy. Smith. Oh, I love Ozzy Ozzie Davis. Ozzy yeah. Davis. Sorry. Yeah. He was Ozzy. Which I'm going to call him Ozzy Smith several times. But <laughs> Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Davis in the. I love him and everything. I, I really do. I also love that he could be such a blithering idiot, a fucking drunk, or he could be like a judge. He does it <laughs> he could be everything. so well. He's so good. I'm actually thinking of like other movies where he's had like the emotional scenes, like the drunk thing. I, I, I forget. Do the right thing. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, he's fucking perfect. In yeah, he's the, he's the mayor. He's, and then he's, uh, he's just great. I always love him yeah. and everything. But like, you know, I will give, I will give the different actors this, including Ozzy, uh, Davis, like, when it's time to pipe up, everyone has the ability to be like, yo, you ain't gonna talk to me like Yeah, that. exactly. Like, everyone's got that moment, so even though, like, the framing isn't quite the same, and I agree that, like, the eight, the general age of much of the cast makes some of the lines, like, not yeah. make sense. No, like, it doesn't. Like, fucking the old like man outlived old both man. George C. Scott <laughs> and Jack Lemmon. Yeah. He outlived both of them, but I looked it up by, like, four years. <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. It's like he's not the old man. Yeah. He's not like Jack Lemmon's older than him. Yeah. Like it's clear. And then also both movies, there's the line that both movies they fucking all both walked over the line of like yeah. you could clearly like you clearly tell where the screenwriter was like, 
I wrote that to be like, like when they're saying to the old man, he's like, you don't have a right to talk to me that way. And uh, Jared number eight puts his arm on the old man yeah. and says, he can't hear you. And he mm -hmm. never will. Right. But both movies are like, can't hear you, never will. Anyway, sit down. <laughs> like, it's, ah, moving on. <laughs> there was supposed to be an impactful line there, there and there no, both of them skipped over, like, just stepped over the line, like nothing. Yeah, I remember that line, and just like, yeah, it doesn't land. It doesn't at the all. Way, to your point, you know it's supposed to. It's supposed to land. It's supposed I mean, to be like, that's supposed to be one impact. of the first, like, impact lines. Like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah. No, no, I'm just like, hey, he's using the bathroom. That's why he can't hear yeah. you. Yeah, he's over yeah, there. He's over there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's using the bathroom. It's like, you misread that line, guys. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, Fonda just, I don't know, his command of the scenes. And maybe it's because, like, there's star power in the movie. Don't get me wrong. 57 has some yes. great actors in it. But, like, I don't know. Fonda is just like. He's a head and shoulders above that. Yeah, everyone. he just takes control of yeah, the movie. Yeah, he's, he's much better than. Like, there's, there's the one scene specifically that, like, whereas everyone is close to the same level mm -hmm. on, uh, in 97. I agree. I think everyone, no one's, no one's really better than the other one, to, for the most part. Yeah. I don't think there, there's a couple people that, I, I, think, I don't think it's CSI's greatest work. Right. But he's okay. I don't I think he's even that bad. I think that's kind of just a smarmy character, and I think that's what sure. I really dislike him as a person. But... Even, even though you were saying you don't like Tony Danza in this movie, I fucking love Tony yeah. Danza in this movie. I, I think he's great. It was. I also look at this movie as the passing of the Tony torch from Tony Danza to Tony Soprano. Okay, so that's this, fair. this is the the moment when it happened. That's fair. When you say Tony before this after, before this movie, you thought of who's the I, boss. After this movie, you thought of the Sopranos. You know what? I will say this <laughs> that and before actually, that, you thought of Scarface. Go ahead. True, but actually, the uh, it is the acting. Like he is. Such an obnoxious, obvious New York yeah. caricature. That's what I didn't love. But it's like, but of course that guy would be there. Of course, he was. So it's like, why, why am I upset that that guy's there? That guy's on every subway I've ever been. Yeah. every subway I've ever been on. It's like you fucking, you like the goddamn yeah. Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Probar to the head. Every single goddamn day they're in the goddamn probar. How come the air conditioner's not working? <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? Hey, oh, <laughs> you know what? You're right. Uh, in retrospect, Tony Danza, he, he's perfect. I just don't like that guy yeah, of like, as a person. Yeah, <laughs> of course, you don't. But but everyone like everyone's acting the shit out of yeah, everything. Yeah. And they're doing a great job that it's never like it like Henry Fon is so clearly yeah. better than all of them. <laughs> like it's it, not even close. It's just like the weight that Fonda gives to the movie. Yeah. From his first like objection, it's like, okay, okay, we gotta listen to this guy. Yeah. Because like clearly something's going on here. When Jack Lemmon does it, again, an actor I really love, but like, uh, yeah. why are you listening to this guy? Yeah, why, why are we? Shut up, eh? Because like, there's so many other characters who look like they could just like, overtake the scene, and there's like scenes where that happens, like people are just, laying, I, I think everyone gets a chance in this movie, for the most part, to just like, have a scene. Oh, everyone know? does. Every, that's what I'm saying, there's no bad part. Yeah. There's not a bad part in this movie. Yeah. Or if you could, if you got any one of them, you're like, that's that's why they got so many good people in yeah. this movie. No, it's Because everyone's like, I'd love to play that role. But, it just, but also, it takes a little bit away from it. The black guy who plays Juror Number 3, who is the antagonist of the sure. film, in both cases. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's Levon Cleef in The 57 and uh, George C. Scott. George C. Scott. Until he was seen writing that thing into his father. And if you told me, by the mm -hmm. way, that if, if I didn't know who George C. Scott was, and I didn't know who Lee Van Cleef was, I could tell you, um, if you told me that that was the same guy, 
yeah. 40 years later, I'd agree. I'd be like, yeah, it, is. it sure is. Definitely, it's the same guy. Because so they look very similar. So we're talking, uh, hold up, in... Jordan number three. Yeah, George so... George Scott uh, and Lee Von Cleef. Lee Von Cleef. Yeah, they got him as Lee J. Cobb. Lee J. Cobb, damn it. Lee Von... Yeah, my bad. No, that's okay. Cobb. No, that's okay. That's right. Lee J. Cobb. That's no, all good though. But yeah, during Lee J. Cobb and uh, Dorsey. My game. bad. No, it's okay. My yeah. bad, guys. Levon. likes his money. Real, like, monstrous scenes. Yeah. In the movie, it's like, I don't feel like he's quite redeemed himself, per se, in 97. But, like, I do feel for him, but, like, like not the same as 57. It's like, I think he just realized, like, oh, I'm being an asshole. Yeah. Um, You're talking like, about the racist dude? Not uh, the racist dude. Uh, okay. Sure. Dorsey's guy. Uh, I, like, like you said, like, it's easier to empathize with the 57 guy because, yeah, he's been kind of belligerent throughout the whole thing, but then he feels more like a victim of his own ignorance. Yeah. Whereas, like, 97, like, I don't think he's a great guy, and he may have realized he, like... He's not. He's, yeah, he realized yeah. not, but, like, to me, it's just like, oh, I suck. Yeah, like, yeah now I'm having a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you caught up to the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, just from that one line of, like... I called my father, sir. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> you fucking... Like, yeah. I've hugged my dad four times in my life, yeah. and I've never called him sir. That's okay? True. Like, that's that's a bit much. One time I saw him run away from the fight. I was so disgusted. So <laughs> disgusted. That... Oh, I did... Talk about a flashback I had. I had a... I remember once... I remember witnessing... I was... When my... My brother was... My older brother was in Cub Scales. I must have been three, four years old. Okay. And this kid... My brother got into a fight with this guy. I still know his name. I'm not going to say it on yeah. there, but I know his name. I remember his father, too. And my brother started kicking the shit out of this kid. And then the dad watching the fight, this kid's dad yeah. was watching the fight, and the kid's name was Mike, and just started screaming, Get him, Mike! Come on, get him! Like, it did not break up. This guy, these kids were seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking break it up, man. Yeah, like, you're the, like, looking as an adult, like, who is. He is definitely younger than I am now. Like mm -hmm. that, that man in that story. Like, what are you doing? Break it up! Sure. But he was like, get him. And I just, everyone, he's like, oh, I was so disgusted. <laughs> like, my father would be like, what are you, an idiot? Like, right. you're not fighting this kid. Right, right. And like, um, you know, it's, it's kind of implied, it's like kind of between the lines, right? Like, is he very different than the... Um, the murdered father in this, like that's exactly what you I know. The parallel of exactly, he's right. like, yeah, he said, "I'm gonna make a man of you." So oh, it's like, oh, he's I putting, made a man out of him. I nearly broke him in half. He's, but. he's putting hands on this kid. Yeah, and talk, and, yeah, but no, like, yeah, that is the parallel, right? It was yes. like, yeah, he probably put his hands on that kid a couple times. Oh, absolutely. Uh, could see himself getting murdered by his own son, and maybe, maybe he would have deserved it. Yeah, but also we don't know if the son murdered him, so you know, that's the whole point, buddy. Like, don't. Project your son murdering you yeah. under this trial. And when it comes to projections, too, at the same time, you have the guy in that, again, it works so much better in 57 was the bigot. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy who's, who's so bigoted against the everyone, because everyone drifts away from him. And his, right. his coming to, let's just so you guys know, eventually, if you don't watch the movie, I don't know why you're watching this or listening to this. Right. Either way, but juror number eight, Sully persuades everyone to realize that there's a reasonable doubt in this case. Right. That's basically what the concept is. And the bigot comes to the realization that when only when everyone else is like, 
what you're saying is disgusting. Right. And no one wants a part of you. Sit down and shut up, you fucking racist. Like, nobody wants any part of your bigotry. We don't want anything to do with you. You're out of your mind. And it takes that, that like drastic alienation from him to realize, of all these people that are the same race as him, right. to go, man. I'm fucked up. Like, but in the 97 version, then he's like, maybe I am letting this cloud Mike. Okay, maybe he's yeah. not guilty. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with you guys. Let's, I fucked up. I really need to do some soul searching. I fucked up bad. But in the 97, fucking Bubba Gump is sitting there with his Nation of Islam hat on. He doesn't realize no. that. No. He still keeps going and does not care the fact that he's like an asshole, a bigot, and a racist. And he, um, keeps, Bubba keeps going, they put him in the corner, and he's basically like, fucking, I don't care. Now yeah. I'm, I'll vote to whatever yeah. until I get out of here. Yeah. My vote doesn't count now. Yeah, it's like, if it was up to me, I would condemn every uh, everyone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and every white man, and every yeah. black man, and everyone that's not me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, juror number 10 is our bigot. Yeah. yeah. It's a, uh, Ed Bagley in, uh... Yeah, father of Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> 57. Tell me you believe that phony story about losing the knife and that business about being at the movies. Look, you know how these people lie? It's born in them. I mean, what the heck? I don't have to tell you. They don't know what the truth is. And let me tell you, they don't need any real big reason to kill someone either. No, sir. In, uh, McKelty Williamson... Bubba. In, yeah, Bubba. Benjamin Buford Blue. <laughs> A car wash owner and former Nation Islam member, a loudmouth, narrow-minded, and a black supremacist. Michael T. Williamson. Now look, let's talk facts. These people are born to lie. Now that's the way they are, and no intelligent man's gonna tell me otherwise. They don't know what the truth is. You know, Ed Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I think Ed Bagley, that's what I think. Yeah, no, like, that is what's interesting. Like, Ed Bagley has a realization, it's like, oh. Oh yeah. He's like, oh, when only after all the alienation, he's like, what? My white brothers? No, <laughs> no. Even the German guy? Who? And Bagley's thing, it is quite bigoted, prejudiced, racist, whatever you want to say. But like, there's still en enough behind it where it's like, you know them, how they are. Wait, you know, because you can't trust them. Like, yeah. It, it's like, all right, like this is racist, buddy. But it's, it's, it's like you could, you could see someone like doing that in public, and everyone being like, eh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, but, like, exactly. It's like no one's gonna stop you. But like, but when it comes to like condemning well, a man to death because of their most people, especially of modern times, yeah. especially of that time, of what it's saying is like, no, 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 yeah. that's not why we're doing this. Yeah. Like we think he actually killed this guy. <laughs> like, Cause like everyone, not everyone, but like there are many characters in the Fifty Seven film who have that like you know how they are moment. Yeah. Right? Like, he's not completely isolated. He just takes it too far. Yeah. I mean, he's like that the whole time. Yeah. Though. He's... Bubba, though. Bubba. This is one of the greatest racist monologues. Yeah, it's great. In the history. But you know what? I would, I would love... Like, and this is... This is... Our breeding is about the one. Yeah. 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 We got, we got one in our hands. We got to fucking we kill. Yeah, we got one in our hands. We can't let him slip away. What? <laughs> What I what I really wanted in my uh, like uh, in 
my comedic mind is to yeah. have one of the white guys be like, you mean you people. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like, to like flip right, it around right. immediately and be racist right to him, right to his face. Yeah. And be like, everything you say, I feel the same way about you. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> like, that would have been me. And just be like, inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. But, or like, or like have them drop the end bomb be like, sir, but he's not a, like, yeah. say it to him. Like, and then he'd like jump across the table ready to kill him. <laughs> and that's, that is what it is. It's like, Oh, it would have been good. In, in this, like, um... Because I guess there are people like, like this, obviously. Yeah, of like, course there are. But, like, the idea of, like, oh, this minority group's going to replace us, or they're going to, yeah. you know, they're, they're skipping the line. Like, we were here, we were slaves, dog, yeah. and now here they come over the border, and they're going to take over our, our country, and they only got to, you know, pay, the, pay their dues. It was basically the premise of this. It's like, eh, but to your point, it's like, there's several old white <laughs> yeah, men exactly. that are like... Yo, if you married my daughter, I, I, you'd be the father yeah. in the situation. Yeah. Now, James Gandolfini, uh, I don't think he's a racist, but some of the characters yes. he played, Tony like, Soprano, when uh, when Meadows dated yes. that black guy, that's what I mean when he went when he said that to the the you want to the nation of Islam guys, yeah, uh, especially because he's doing the Tony Soprano voice yeah, this yeah, entire movie. Yeah. You want to the nation of Islam yeah, guys? Yeah, I'm uh, the yeah. Guys you can stay with your people. I stay with my people. Yeah, yeah, How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that comment to come. That would have been, that would have been great. That's also a great moment too. That it works so much better in the '97 version of James. The in the in yeah. the '57 version, they you know they're talking down to the old man, and yeah. the the laborer guy's like, "Hey, you say that something like that guy again, I'm gonna knock you out." Like showing that like don't disrespect the old man just because right. he's an old man. He can't defend himself. I'll defend him. I'll defend this right, guy. Right, right. And it's like okay, in the '57 version, first of all, everyone in that room, you and I would kick the shit out of him. <laughs> like it's not even close. And but in that in that uh, '97 one, James Gandolfini is like, "You say that again, I'm gonna knock your fucking teeth out." That's pretty You're good. like, "Oh, that guy might actually do that." Yeah, he might act, and he's actually threatening. Tony Soprano is actually threatening in this. That's right. Uh, in uh, both films, that's juror number six. Yes. Uh, Edward Benz in the '57 film, a tough but principal house painter who objects to others, especially the elderly, being verbally abused. Yes. And of course, Gandolfini. Uh, Juror Six, and he's just Gandalfini. He's that dude. He's just James, James Gandalfini. I, I love when he like hit the line and was like, "Yo, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. My step on you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you knock Polly down. <laughs> oh, it's so much better. Yeah, it is better. It is better. Yeah, that, just, just especially him and uh, and don't get me wrong, Jack Warden's great. Uh, I mean, his outfit, yeah. Jack Warden as the the uh, juror number seven with the uh, tickets. He has tickets, juror number seven in both, has ah, tickets yes. to the Yankees in Cleveland, um, and wants to get out of there in a quickness because he's afraid that he's going to miss the game with um, holding up uh, with jury duty, uh, judging the fate of a man's life. Because the Yankees in Cleveland, and they got that new pitcher. Yeah, um, um, Malini or something. He really whips it in. McCluskey. He's a real bull. He's a real bull. He's got a, he really whips it in. You know what I mean? He, they both do it twice. They're fucking great, but yeah. actually, I'm, I'm coming back around Tony Danza. Tony Danza is perfect in this movie. I don't I, I no, want no, to know more insinuations. You're, you're, no, you're, you're absolutely perfect. right. That's right. But um, first of all, why did you buy those tickets? Yeah, why did you buy those fucking tickets? You're on a murder trial. Yeah, you know, yeah. Did you think it was going to be a, a short day? Yeah. You thought they're like, oh, you know. This trial will probably wrap it up around yeah. four. Four thirty. It's like you're fucking. You're on a jury of yeah. a murder. Yeah, I, I guess mean, you don't know, but 
he's a slur than none of us are saying, but we're all thinking yeah. it, so this will be pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. Uh, you know how they are. Yeah. These fucking one, guys. One of them. But yeah, like, uh, what's interesting about, I guess, was that, Juror 7, right? Juror 7, yeah. Is um, the just general indifference yeah. of it all. Yeah, he is so, but he's also, that he, he got, there's something about um, Tony Danza that he does so perfectly in this. It's, it's this bravado, but it's also, he's spineless. Yes. He is absolutely spineless. Yes. Like, he, he has, I don't know how to say it, like, just the, hey, you want a piece of gum? Like, hey, we're all, we're all right. And James Gandolfini's like, yeah. And, but he is, doesn't take a stand at all. Like, right. he is a complete coward. That's and, true. But he's the most outspoken, like, oh, everything's, oh, it's so hot in here. Let's get the fuck out of it. But he was completely just a coward throughout the whole thing. And you never, mm -hmm. and D Tony Danza really nails that. He really does. Like, yeah. oh, no, I'm not. I, what, 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 why do I got to go first? Everybody, this guy, we should go in order. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah, and he's like, and you could see how like much pa how panicked he is thinking that, like thinking I have to go first, like oh no. Yeah, do you think that there's a reason why? Um, I, I got the juror in my head, but um, it's juror number five in both films. <clears throat> it's Jack Klugman, yes, who's juror five, who's a Baltimore Orioles fan, yeah, grew up in a violent slum, and it's sensitive to people talking about slum kids, and uh, it's Dorian Harewood, who's a healthcare worker. Who grew up in Harlem? Who's and a Milwaukee a, fan? A Milwaukee Brewers fan. It, 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 why change? Why change? That? Right? Yeah, I don't understand yeah, why yeah, change. Because like, I guess Baltimore was a little bit better in the nineties. Maybe like hey, they definitely were better, but in the they 90s. weren't. Yeah, but like a Yankees fan wouldn't care. Yes, they would. They would. They. But like that, the I, year before that happened was the year that the Derek Jeter hit the home run and that guy reached over mm, and pulled up the in Camden Yards and caught the the home run ball and they called it a home run. True. And it. But they beat them to get to, to uh, to the ALCS that year. Okay, that's fair. I guess plus they're the same division. Yeah. So they uh, don't like each other. Like it's different. Yeah, I guess like the commentary wouldn't be, just like oh poor bastard, you like the the Orioles. Yeah, I mean the Orioles have sucked forever. Yeah. So it would be. It's. I mean the Brewers. I I don't know why you'd change it. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason to. To like change it to the Brewers that that's, that's like, oh, you're trying to make. Right? Yeah, it's like, like why change it? You're right, but it's I like it's more reasonable. Like I don't know if there's a out of the left field of like a fucking Brewers fan. Yeah, like sometimes though you do see that, and like I've definitely had that conversation. Like ah, oh, so who's your team? And they're like, yeah, the fucking uh, I don't know the Trailblazers. You're like yeah. the fucking Trailblazers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. It's um, like um, it's like I a, guess that it's like our friend uh, Seth is like a Suns yeah fan. It's like huh, cool. It's like okay, I guess. Well, you're not front running. Yeah. Well, he was. I mean, he's been forever. So oh yeah, definitely not yeah. him. But but yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I don't in understand the, the change. The, the, That's like, what I'm trying to figure out. Doesn't like. make any change. And also, the one change that they made that really is a big change. Okay, is um. With Jack Warren, Jack uh, Warden, and uh, and Tony Danza, what they do, they're both initially obsessed with the heat. Since it's so hot, Jack Warden tries to turn on the fan, right? And Tony Danza tries to turn on the air conditioner, right? One of those makes a huge difference, okay? <laughs> like when it comes on after the air conditioner is on, you're like, I could be here all night. I yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah, like it, it changes. It changes the dynamic of the whole script. 
completely that it's an air conditioner. Yeah. We went with the fan is on. Who gives a shit? This is still hot as fuck. That's true. Now, from a uh, a filming perspective, because we you know we talked about the difference. I I think um, personally, I think Fifty Seven is shot better. Absolutely. The the heat feels like a factor more yes. throughout the film. Like the heat is clearly a factor in like you know people fan themselves in the sweat and the, the AC, but like the way it's shot, it just it feels Did, fucking. You know hot, what's bro. so like you know what's like, so good in this movie of how of the fifty seven version and that I didn't notice until this watch around mm -hmm. was. How much more they're sweating throughout the movie. Yes. You see them, like, their shirts are getting more and more wet. And this is in black and white. Yep. They're wearing white shirts. Yep. You can tell that they're sweating. It's fucking great. You're like, is someone misting them? Is someone doing a hell of a job this? Well, doing this. It's really it's really on point. Like, Lumet was on it. Yeah, I would say Lumet, um, he, he did a couple things. Like, I was reading up on some little trivia about it. But, like, he made them run the scenes without filming over. Over, oh yeah, he rehearsed. Over, he rehearsed like, like yeah, a motherfucker. Like, like just had him in that box, had him really sweating, really yeah. fucking feeling it, and like that came across. Like, I don't think you could do that in nice. Like those actors at that level were like, "Hey, bro, we got it. Just, we like, got. Let's it. read the fucking script." My <laughs> name's Jack Lemon. Have you seen Grumpy Old Men? <laughs> Seriously, but, but like, just, also they, they what he does. There was one shot that was so great in the '57 mm -hmm. was um, when they're they do. After the the initial vote, okay. when they do the uh, raise the hands, guilty, not guilty. And then uh, juror number eight excludes himself from the second vote. So right. if I didn't change anyone's mind, I will vote guilty with the rest of you. Yeah. Okay, so so we're not staying here all night. I understand. And they do a, a secret ballot. Mm -hmm. And then the way he films getting all the secret ballots together and then him reading one after another. Yeah. And then after another, without changing... You're just seeing the the hand the foreman's hands flip it over, flip it over. Yep. One after another, guilty, 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 not guilty. And it's like, oh, because you know it's coming. Right. You're like, oh shit. But the yeah. way they film it, it's like, oh shit. And it, there's, it's also, there's two. It's two from the bottom, so there's two more underneath. Right. And you're like, not guilty. And there's still two more ballots. You're yeah. like, oh shit, who said not guilty? Like, and now it doesn't matter if anyone else voted because. It's really the way they did that is what, so well done. It was it was good. It was yeah. good. Like uh, ninety seven less less in fact like I don't know it just felt a little sloppier with the, the yeah paper. it was well they also had the, the with the paper they did it like they had them folded yeah and then they had to unfold them and then like pick them up unfold it with this one he was just picking it up and uh, guilty guilty and then also it was just the papers they kept showing different people's reactions like, right like who cares yeah. I don't need to see fucking Bubba's face right now I don't care. Yeah, I think that, that that's actually um, one of the weaknesses. It should be a strength, but it actually is one of the weaknesses. The cast is so damn good yeah. that like, we have to focus on the cast. And I don't know, like I think the, the circumstances uh, are more important ultimately than like each individual's like, reactions. Like, over time, it becomes more important. But like I don't know, like you've got so much star power that... like. Hire Tony Danza. We hired yeah. Daniel Feeney. You know, um, there, there's more of a focus on them kind of early, and I think that Fifty Seven lets you build into like starting to care about these people. And another element of that is like the black and white. You can just like you just focus in. Like I was looking at like part of the uh, the staging, the scenery, where it's like 
Oh, they got like little thing on the wall and stuff like that. Like, yeah, having it, the it, cracks on the wall. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it, like it wasn't bad, but it just kind of distracted me. It was like, it was like, is there like a reason? Yeah, for me to care that the room kind of sucks. Maybe like because it's hot and like, yeah, the room feels bad because of like it's not good. Or, yeah, but also there was some stuff that was also like. Huh? Like, yeah. when they initially get into the jury room, they have to all move the tables together in the, the 97 version. Yeah. Remember, like, he's like, oh, can you help me put these tables together? Right. And then, the, did you guys not know they were coming down here? Like, yeah. you, they yeah. did. They were. They're the jury. Yeah, it's just like... It's a murder trial. It's just like little stuff like that, which, like, it's not a big deal. It's right? not. But it's like, it's like but, why? But, it, but I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And I think because I'm thinking about that, I'm not thinking about some of the dialogue, some of the script. And like you were saying, we're just focused on the letter being overturned. Yeah. The secret ballots. We're not worried about who's hot, who's like, what? Yeah, we know they're hot. Honed in. And just like, throughout the film, I actually almost have to watch it again. Like, the camera tricks they play where they start with this wide angle and then over time it gets it's tighter and then they start shooting from like below people and it's just like, it, you're just in their grill. Yeah. It, just, it feels claustrophobic. It does. Way, I don't like '97. I don't think quite nails no. that feeling. But they also, I will say this: in the beginning of '97, I am as hot as hot could be yeah. watching that movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, the sun is so hot. They do get that sweat. Yeah, I know. You're like, this movie is hot. Like, I just want to be like, oh, because like the courtroom starts it off, which you don't quite, you don't get at '57. No, like the courtroom is just the courtroom. The jury room is hot. Yeah, like. It's hot in the fucking court. It's hot, like, it's affecting the accused. It's affecting everybody. And so, like, it's pretty consistent. So, like, it, it does feel hot. Yeah, it's... Plus, it's the sunlight that makes it so hot. Yeah. You know, it's not black and white. It's in color. You know what that fucking garbage smells oh, like outside that city. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's oh, and then so... They had, they had the old school windows. Yeah, with, with the, the crank. Yeah, with the... That come out only so far. They do nothing. Yeah, they dude. block the wind still. Yeah. Uh, it oh, it's the worst. And, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> and then, like, the... But then once they get the air conditioner on, it's like, okay, well, this well, problem's well, over. Well, no. like, it's over. This, <laughs> We're this, that's one element removed from this yeah. fucking thing. Whereas, like, in the other one, it's like, great, the shitty fan is on. Yeah, thank, thank God. Yeah. So it's like, that guy feels a little bit better. Yeah, Everyone the guy sitting <laughs> right under the fan. <laughs> right, right. Jack Warner. <laughs> fucking... Uh, mm -mm. He's great, by the way. Oh, he was great. He was great. I do, he was, I do appreciate him. <laughs> like, um, I was, Dan's is great too, but like, um, he's he's also an obnoxious prick. Oh, he's just an obnoxious. And also, when he was like, yeah, I do whatever I can. Tricks. You see him like playing with the cigarette. Like, he's smoking the cigarette and he has the lid end and he flips it and he catches it. Like, yeah. And then when he's doing the different magic tricks to the different guys, it's like, you know, this fucking guy. Yeah. Like, I really believe that he was that. You know. Well, you um, you brought up. Some other characters. I'm gonna basically hit us with the two for right here. Um, in the uh, '57 film, Martin Balsam plays Juror One. Mm -hmm. He's also the f foreman. I guess he's uh, a common methodical assistant high school football coach. I didn't even remember. Yeah, he's a football coach. And um, same thing, Courtney B. Vance, who, like you mentioned, is great. He's phenomenal. He's fucking great. Everything, but the only. Uh also, I don't remember. I didn't remember in this because I remember that he was a high school coach. Mm -hmm. But 
He comes into the that football yeah. script that he does. Yeah, he's like great. Like, he was a bull. He was, he was a bull. Who are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking? Are you talking to me? I'm sorry, according to events. Like, like I'm in trance, but yeah. I have no idea why you're telling me this. Like, I remember, I remember the time when it rained really hard. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and then we lost. And both we, of them. We got our asses kicked. We got our asses kicked. <laughs> up. But man, he was so yeah. heartbroken. What? Who? But he comes in dressed as a uh, like a football coach. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. And you're like, why are you wearing this jacket? Yeah. Like, why are you? It's ridiculous. Like, it's, I don't understand. Like, it's so hot. Like, it's I'm hot watching this, so I know it's hot. And then he's got like the hat on, and like, and once he takes it off, it's like he, you could, he could be anyone. Right. And I forgot that he comes in wearing that. So yeah. like, when he when he revealed later on that he's a football coach, I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, you had the fucking were, shit on. Might as well have had a whistle. Yeah, you know? but yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just came in with a whistle. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, um, that's when we're like 97. You know, I don't want to say a small role. There are no small roles no. in the film. But, like, you know, he's able to kind of elevate this character. Oh, you know what he nails? Yeah. More than anything, he nails when he's like, hey, you want to be the former? You want to be the former? Yeah, you, wanna, you, wanna you, be the form? you, you can sit in yeah, this when chair. He gets bubbly, he's like, he gets bubbly. Yeah, you want to yeah, 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 <laughs> sit down? I'm like, go ahead. Let's go, Bubba. Come on, sit down. Yeah. And the, but then the other guy was like, I don't want the job. You can sit there. Come on. Well, what, what's, I got an investigation to the Bates Motel to look that's at. That's right. What's respectable about like Courtney Vance's take there is that like, oh no no, I ain't no bitch. No, he's like, no. oh yeah, you want to fucking sit in the exactly. He's like, oh, I know what you're about, brother. Like, and he's doing yeah. like that shit. He's like, oh. <laughs> and he just kind of like puts him in his place. He puts him in his place because it's almost like he knew what was coming yeah. before. Like he's like, oh, I see where yeah, yeah, I, I, I know I, where this guy yeah, is voting. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It like never has to do it again. Nope. He's like, that was that was your one. Oh, you want the chair? That was your one. And him getting up, he's like, by all means, get take the. Oh man, he does the whole thing. He's yeah, he like kills it. And then it also, it's like the he in like that moment too when yeah. they're like saying he's like. I want you to take notice, white people. We are not the same. Right. Do you understand right, right, that? Right, right. Like, do you yes, understand yes. what's happening? He's got the yeah, yeah, I, yeah, like, uh, I got a polo. <laughs> I love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I got a polo. I got a. I got a nice fucking tie on. Yep. I'm fucking. I'm a goddamn coach. Yeah, yeah. I love football, hot dogs, and America. It's great. It's great. Even like um. You know, like race. I guess is more of an element. Ninety-seven. Like I think having him also be black. Uh, is useful, I guess, because yeah, like, um, they're, I guess, one of the main antagonists. Is, it's like the brothers, so having that. Yeah, that I thought parallel. it was interesting. Yeah, I don't think it would. It didn't. It sounds like good. It was good, yeah. like in the parallel of the uh, no, no, my brother, and he's like trying to patch it up, and he's like, Courtney B. B. Vance is having none yeah, of it. He's like, he's no, like no, fuck no. this, and even like he kind of says it to Ozzy Ozzy Davis, and he's like Ozzy Davis is the one that says yeah. shut your. Your filthy mouth. Like, yes. So that the stick it through our fingers. Great, great parallel. So in uh, Fifty Seven Juror Two is John Field Fieldler who sticks he, in the Fifty Seven. He's a meek and unpretentious. I tell you what, I yeah, they had those marks on the nose. <laughs> I mean, he he, he's stick. a bitch. He's a bitch and a half. He's like bitch. when he's. He's literally the character that every black comic makes the white yeah. voices about. Like, oh, um, what's going on here? This? Yes, it's him. This is him. Tight ass white boy walking yeah. down the street. Oh, right. 
white guys drive like this. Do, 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 do. That's exactly. Hey, buddy, it. you're making a little too much noise. Hey, why don't you keep it down over there? <laughs> I gotta work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. He fucking sucked. But Ozzy Davis, so like kills him. Um, oh yeah. Well, Plus, he's like he's like a meat guy, but he's also like the nervous speaking. Yeah. Like he's he, you could tell like it's not so much that. It's not that he doesn't know what's going on. He's he's he gets nervous. Right. Like he's almost got a stutter. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah, and like <clears throat> that turn too, having him like be a brother as well. Because when um, Nation Islam Bubba is like, oh, you one of them brothers. You one of them old motherfuckers. Yeah. Who, you know, scared of the white man and shit like that. And he's like, hey, bro, like, jeez, dude. Jeez. But then he's like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up. Like that that ability. To just pipe up at the end, like, yep. it, it's, he's great. You need to shut your filthy <laughs> mouth. Now sit down and don't say another word. Great. Meanwhile, he's like, why don't you be quiet? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Yeah. You gonna let this egghead yeah. talk to you that way? They do that. Yeah, yeah. I got him too. Fucking shut up. Fucking worst character. He was the worst. He, re he really was. The, <laughs> he was the stinkeroo of them. And then also the the part that they uh, they upgraded, which he had so little to do, mm -hmm. and was that they uh, speaking of upgrades and the was that and then uh, Edward James almost as the the man of foreign nature that it the fact that like the only reason why that it doesn't work in the ninety seven is because he's clearly Latino. Right. So, and right. the other guy in this, like, I, I almost wish you never saw the accused. I wish you yeah. never did, so you didn't know what he was. Right. Right. Because, like, I, yeah, same. I read him as Latin, and then yeah, uh, I think uh, Bubba had one line about like Middle Eastern people or something like that, which I was like, did he? Yeah, there was like one kind of throwaway line. Where, you know, all those Middle Eastern slums. What yeah, are you talking like, about? I, I didn't quite, in '97, I didn't get that. Yeah, I don't um, get that either. Wait, you want to take a pause for a second? Sure. Get another ice cube. Right, we're gonna come in at drawer eleven. Drawer, drawer, drawer. We're not doing too bad. Hour twenty. Okay. Plus we're uh, coming around, coming around the mountain. Logitech, by the way. Oh, nice. That's what it is. Anyway. Yeah. Good poor Ella. Get that going. Hot day. You know, you Hot get day. Sweat. Get that soda. Just zoom in. Oh, it's still sweating. Anyway. And the Rurager. Okay. So, uh -huh. Yeah, so... You know, going to the, you're right. George number 11. It doesn't work as much. Uh, George Boscovec is George 11, who's a polite European watchmaker, naturalized American citizen, 
who demonstrate strong respect for democratic values such as due process. And um, yeah, Edward James almost immigrant watchmaker, same thing, believes in the justice system. Yeah, that felt like a downgrade. It's like, what, what was it? He almost had nothing to do. Nothing to do right? But also, like, it's the detriment. First of all, he, I think he played it a lot better. Yeah. Like, as far as the role itself goes, sure. I think he was a lot better. The only thing I don't understand of the one line, the, the dialogue's like, well, all the best watches are made in Europe. Like, he's clearly not European, you fucking right. dickhead. Like, right. what are you talking about? It's, it's so true. Like, I this guy, it. like, Edward James almost is clearly, mm -hmm. like, Latino. Like, on the off chance he's from Spain, but he's not. Right. He's clear, He's got, like, a suntan, he's fucking, like, okay, stand and deliver. Yeah, and, like, you know, again, like you said, the actor made it better, but, like, um, in the context of, like, the 57 racism is still Eurocentric. Yeah. Right? It's, like, Italians, Germans, and stuff like that. So, like, him being of European descent actually could matter. Yeah. Right, in terms of, like, his own biases and opinions and stuff like that. Versus, like, here, it's like he's just, like, another immigrant, but, like, there's no current animosity towards, like, that type of European yeah, exactly. Yeah, so absolutely like, not. You're just a guy. That's he's just what, a guy, yeah. and then, like, these fucking foreigners, they're all the same. Excuse yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I get, see, that it works so much better because I've seen, we've heard the whole argument. We've heard all, like, right. the South Park, they're taking our jobs, all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they took our jobs. And so, like... It's good that I think it's great that it's updated to be a Latino dude. Whereas, yeah. like, some German fucking watchmaker, okay. Yeah. But. You know, another character who, uh, like, barely has anything to do um, in both films? Uh, in 57, Robert Weber is Juror 12. Oh, yeah. The, the, ad, the ad agency guy? Yeah. And that's, um, that's taken up by William Peterson in uh, 97. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. You know, I made fizzy, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, bubble, uh, what, like, the rice pops. Yeah, rice, rice pops. Rice pops. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Rice like pops. I don't know. I doodle. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, could you focus? We're talking about <laughs> yes. a man's life. A man's here. life. Life on the line. Can you focus, and then I love how they're like he sits the one part of them of both movies that they mm -hmm. do that it's so like such a staged thing is the um he's the guys. Juror number eight is pontificating about something or other about the case. And then they immediately start playing tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> and they're like, this is not what we're here for! The nerve of this guy. Who the fuck are you, dickhead? <laughs> immediately, though. And so they're already, like, halfway through the game, they're like, oh, X, yeah, okay. Yeah. You brought this guy up, too, but, like, uh, in... Uh, 57, Joe Sweeney is uh, juror number nine, who we find out later his name is McCardle, who's just the old The guy, old man? Yeah. The old guy. Who, and it totally, they totally destroyed him in the 97 because there's seven old men in this yes. of these 12 men. Like Hulum Cronin or whatever is the old man. 12 geriatric men. A.K.A. McCardle. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, the only person left after that, I believe, is juror it, number four. Yeah, juror number four, who's the most rational of the... Yes. Anti, uh, the guilty side, let's That's say. Right. He's the one who's like, listen. Yeah, yeah I heard a, a good argument that, um, uh, number eight, um, you know, he doesn't know because he doesn't know, whatever. But, like, he plays really well off of juror four, the yeah. rational guy. 
because it is logic. It's like yeah. Once the logic makes sense, Dura Four can come around. Yes, and like that's ultimately like, what we're trying to make that. And he's using his. He's not. He's totally unbiased. Yep. He's like, no, I want to give this kid a fair shake. It's just, it's really not adding up here. Yeah. Like this. I mean, the knife, the woman witness, the guy hearing, hearing the body at the floor, then seeing the kid run away. It's hearing the threat. He wasn't. His alibi is shifty. Like totally. Well, it's E.G. Uh, e. Marshall in 57, who's like the stockbroker, kind of logic guy, uh, in juror number four. And it's Armin Mueller-Stahl in 97. Yeah. Same thing. Who's, that, that they messed up, obviously, him being German. Yeah. Like, why would... Ah, yeah. If there's those no, German stockbrokers. Yeah, those German stockbrokers who are also 75 years old. Also, <laughs> like, Tony Danza could have been a fucking stockbroker. Yo, been, yeah. Sick. In this day and age? Yeah. Like, if he were Barry Pepper in fucking oh, man. Uh, 25th Hour, like, yeah. if he was that kind of stockbroker, just not all, like, coked up, ready to go to his fucking game. That would have been sick. That would have been a whole different <laughs> angle been, yeah. Like, uh, you know, what, what's cool about Dura 4 is, like, he's able to flip someone at one point. He's like, yeah. yeah, what about this? They're like, oh, yeah, damn, fuck yeah. There's a guy. He's the, right. Yeah, he's right. Because the, uh, the, the, the ad guy flips back and forth a yeah. couple times. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because he's in... Uh, let's say sheep. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> like they, the he does, but also that's they took the one part of that in the '97 one mm -hmm. when they were like, uh, "Don't you sweat?" And he's like, "No, I don't sweat." Yeah. And then they're like, and then the old man was like, "Me neither." It's like, Again, you're paralleling <laughs> the old men together. Like right. he's not. Yeah. And also, like, the the way they do it with, um, he, they do it so much better in the 57 one, mm -hmm. of, like, when he takes his glasses off, he has the imprint of yes. the glasses on his nose. Granted, you see them better in the 97 version, the imprint, sure. but the way, the almost disgust of this old man saying to him, like, yeah, those that woman had those, of, like, him getting to that. Right. He's like, what do you want, old man? <laughs> like, he's like, what? <laughs> I was talking. It's like, okay, get to the point. You don't have much time left. All right, like, get to it. And the the old man's like, oh, just bear with me. But in this one, he's much more like, yes, 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 quite right, quite right, right. yes, yes. When I when I go to sleep, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, because he's not going to talk down to the old man because he's two years younger than him. That's that's true. I think that um, in in this case, like E.G. Marshall, another like really grounding character. When he, he gets a turn in his face, it's just so much more impactful. Yeah. When he's like, oh shit, he's putting it all together in his head. Like, uh, I don't want to say it's like phenomenal acting, but like, I don't know, I preferred it to like the uh, 97. Yeah, I think it was because he's, the way he is is much more like stern. Yes. And it's, it's literally like the, the difference, like if you put him in the costume that the guy was wearing in. The 97 one, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Because he was stern and everything was put together like so rationally and put like everything. But like the other one was like laid back and like, well, I think like pontificating yeah. and thinking, even though that's the second time I've used that in this book. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the German thing, you're right. It was, it was almost. It's that, well, well the, Ger the German thing is a distraction because they keep bringing up like they're calling this one guy a foreigner, but this guy gets a pass. Right. Like if you're going to be right. bigoted, be, be, hate everyone. That, then. that is ultimately the biggest problem with 97 is that like the diversity actually hurts the case because like the yeah, bigotry is just like random. Exactly. Nonsensical. I don't like. 
uh, Spanish people, but I, I also like like what's going on, bro? Yeah, like, what's happening? Hate everybody, bro. Be yeah, consistent. it's like be consistent with your bigotry. Yeah. like it's like oh, I hate foreigners, but not the German guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Germans have never done anything wrong. Great cars. Never great cars. Like, ah, great. You know, all great watchmakers are from Europe. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking not. So. <laughs> so funny. Um. Yeah. It's. It doesn't make any. Some of that stuff, it really, it takes away. But, yeah, I, but when they go through the case, you go case by case, and then each piece of evidence, that it, the way they write into the script is so well done. Yeah. They talk about all of the aspects of it. The knife, the woman's witness, mm-hmm. the, guy, the old man's the old witness, man. uh, the, well, the kid's history, the, uh, and then the movies, the, the movies like all that. of that. Yeah. It, and the way they go through all of it. And they present it in the beginning. They're like, he clearly did it. And then each one, they find the flaw. Yep. Not necessarily the saving flaw that, like, he couldn't have done it. Right. It's maybe he didn't. Yeah. Like, each one. Granted, like, the one that I would be in in the jury room was like, well, that's pretty, that's a huge fucking coincidence that... The same knife was used to kill this guy. Right. That's a huge question. Oh, he lost it? Yeah, it's like the idea, which I guess is why it's like kind of like the first real piece of evidence. Yeah. It's like, okay, but, (laughs) I mean, maybe there are like 10 of those knives. Yeah. I think Danza gets into the line, like, there's still one million shots. Yeah. Like, it's very likely that he's... (laughs) He's like, right there. No, he had the weapon. knife is in my pocket. Okay, no. Yeah. Like... I often drop my knife. I, I often drop my knife. Right it's like saying, like, they're right there uh, across the, the, the room from yeah. the viewers and from whoever's listening at home. Reggie has a, uh, a a PlayStation controller that's pink. Yeah. And the it's like, oh, someone was beat to death with a pink PlayStation <laughs> controller in Reggie's house. Now, I'm not saying... <laughs> now, I'm not saying... Oh no! I lost that controller. Uh, well, that's, that's fucking convenient. Well, my cousin borrowed it. Yeah, that's last not, week. Well, do you have it? No, it's gone. Uh, it's gone forever. Yeah. Oh, then and then that's like, well, that's not the murder weapon. Yeah. Huh? No, the other evidence is like much more compelling. But like the the drama of the knife. Yes. Going down. It, that's good. It's good. But like it's, also it's, him t- pulling out the knife is fucking absurd. It is. Like it's. <laughs> You know you have to, well, especially nowadays, because oh, you, oh you're never getting that no through a metal shot detector. No shot you would have got that in there. Yeah. You know? No shot. No shot. But you know you can't buy those switchblade knives. Oh, yeah? Then how did I buy one? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just stabbing my... Like yeah, this, I like this. I like that. You think I'm uh, about five inches shorter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, a little more so. Let it be more. Let it be more. Ah! Nobody's hurt. Yeah. Nobody's... Uh, that's Jack Lemmon's reading of that line. Yeah. Is nobody's hurt. It's terrible. Yeah, it it's was really great. bad. Nobody's hurt. Yeah, there, there's like I don't know. There, there's some moments that um, feel fleshed out and strong in '97, but like overall, I think there's just more moments in '57 that just feel yeah tight. Yeah, I think it's, it is tighter. And like I said, if you're gonna go like the racist route, it's better that everyone's white. Yeah, like <laughs> so, and or everyone's black, or right. everyone's Latino, right, everyone's right. everything. Like, everyone should be everything. Yeah, because, like, like I was saying, this is a sheer amount of diversity makes the bigotry kind of absurd. Because, like, to your point, like, the different foreigners and stuff like that, it's like, no one's taking offense here, but you take yeah, offense there. And, like, exactly. Pick, like, and then also, like, 
if, if you're, like, really racist, you're a special kind of fucking asshole yeah. if you're being that vocally racist in yeah. front of that the racist yes. you're talking about. Like, that's a special kind. Also, I know, like, the jury of your peers or whatever. Who what are the peers? attorneys that <laughs> yeah. allowed this jury? Yes. I'm like, I would have saw a nation of some guy like, nah, nah. We're no. good, we're good. Let's try, uh... <laughs> uh first veto. That yeah. guy. <laughs> like... I would find it almost hard to believe that that jury would have uh, made it that far in the trial. Mm -hmm. yeah. But whatever. I did like the uh, the aspect of juror number eight. I don't know. Maybe he's just really bad at his job. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's, that's a very good, that's good possibility. Good yeah. Yeah. Like maybe he's just plain stupid. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Solid. Solid. So I guess couldn't come up with that idea. That's you know? true. But I think Sidney Lumet's version, like the way he. He directs it to is just so much better. It's, it's so much so tighter, yeah. and it makes, like you said, feel claustrophobic yeah. when you're supposed to. But also, the alienation in such a small room, especially like when the bigots going on about whatever, yeah. and you feel like, mm. like everyone's <laughs> turning their back. Like yeah. you're like, you did it, pal. Like, yeah, because like there's not no, like another kind of like reasonable way to respond. No. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> He's still going, isn't he? He's still going. Oh, but the, I love, I do love the over the top of Bubba. Like, you're right. Yeah. It's getting through our fingers. You're like, it, like, when I watched it, I was like, Jesus. I know who should be on Twitter. They're, uh, they're just breeding like dogs. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like from who, are you, <laughs> who are you talking about? Don't you know like several people? Yes. Puerto Ricans? Like what's what's going on, dude? Like I, I don't know. Like they're about breeding us five to one. What the fuck? Like they really aren't. <laughs> it's like it's just this. This is just out and out like bold faced racism. In yeah. Just, um, I I generally think bold movies. Yeah. It was, oh, it's, he's, he's fucking crazy. But I was like, ugh, I don't love this. But uh, yeah. He's acting. Yeah, who he is. And I don't... Have you ever, like, been in a hot situation and a handkerchief did anything to help you? No. no it never alleviated anything. But in all these movies, people are always like, ah, well, ah, uh, patting themselves on the neck. Yeah. If anything, if one person put the handkerchief under the cold water, then put it around their neck, it was like, well, this guy fucking saw Man vs. Wild. <laughs> but, <laughs> but never. Uh, and I... And also the directoring... Not that it's... <coughs> It's bad in the '96. No, it's it's just a little it's, long orderish. It yeah, it, it's a little like it feels uh, a little procedural. Yeah, it's um, like just no the direction. It's just I don't know. It's just yeah, it's hard to say. Like I don't want to say it's a bad looking movie or anything. It, like it doesn't look bad, or, but it doesn't look as good as the '57. No, I think '57 looks like really good. Yeah, um, I, you know maybe it is just the advantage of being able to do it in black and white. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I, I just feel, in, in a elevated way, 57 is just stripped down. It's like, yeah. everything that's necessary is in the film. Anything that's not, for the most part, is not there. Yeah. You know, 97 are like, there's lines that are added that, you know, they're cool. More flavor, more color, I guess. But at the same time, it didn't, it didn't bring anything. It's like, it, it's just like, okay... Where'd you get the nation to Islam? Yeah. I like that I get to hear James Gandolfini say that. Yeah. Does it do anything for the movie? No. no. Um, yeah, I don't know. And <clears throat> I'm sure there's all kinds of, like, camera tricks I, I may have to go back and watch for just, like, 
57 is so deliberate in that big wide shot yes. at the beginning and the end of the movie. And I'm just not recalling something that dramatic of a shot yeah. in 97. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't anything. Yeah, there really wasn't. Um, like, and then there's, I guess there's a little bit, again, not a lot, but like a little bit more of the courtroom in 97. And it's like, eh. It's like the action isn't that dramatic. Yeah. That's where everything needs to go down. And also, like, I. I guess I guess it was a commonplace in like the fifty seven in fifty seven, but the hand dryers. Mm. First of all, in the in a New York City bathroom, using those hand dryers, I there's no I would never wash my hand. I would never yeah. dry my hands ever again. Oh no, ever. I would, like I'm not touching that. No, there's not a chance in hell that, that's, that I'm uh, doing that. That's a pea spreader. No, that's yeah, that that's whatever that is. Like, that's on that top. Yeah, you're not, you're not getting dry. Yeah, no, no. Uh, that's, all right, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are done. I, the only thing I wish they didn't do in the 57 too is I wish he wasn't in, like, an all-white suit. Yeah. You're like, uh, you're yeah. a little too heavy-handed on this. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the guy yeah. in the white hat comes in, but it's a white suit this time. For sure. Uh, okay, overall, do you think this remake should exist? Well, <clears throat> So, yeah, so, the remake, um, I think it should exist in the sense that, uh, you know, it was a teleplay, right? Like, yeah. So even, even the 57 technically is, like, a bit of a remake in that sense, I guess right? so. Um, I think the script is something that can be, like, you mentioned earlier when you, um, interacted with yes yeah. and plays and stuff like that. It's a script that I think is so strong that I don't mind it being done over and over again. Because, like, there's a lot of ways to do Macbeth. There's a lot of ways yeah. to do uh, the Iceman Cometh. Um, this is a, a very good, um, I was going to say decent, but it's actually a very good um, portrayal of this script. It's just a bit distracting for me. Um, I think it should exist just because the cast is very good, but, like, 57 is a superior movie. Yeah. I, mean, like, I think it I is. No I, I don't, yeah, I don't have enough problem. I think I'm in the same exact boat. I, I think you could remake this movie every 10 years yeah. and make it a little different. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. And I'd be, I'd be fascinated yeah. to see it. Especially if you don't change the script that much. True. I think it's really good. But I think the, if you yeah. want to get really what it is, I think the 57 is far superior. Yeah. I think it was excellent. Yeah, because like, I know, I know it's like a real thing, but like when I brought up like the Boston Bomber, like there's a way to do that with like, Muslim yes. guy. Oh, there's definitely. A way, you know what I mean? Like, there's a way to do this with any myriad of um, variations. So, yeah. yeah. The only the only difficult problem, real difficult problem, is having it in a city setting mm -hmm. and having that city still have the death penalty. That's yeah. difficult to yeah. do. Like both of those at the same time. Um, like the Boston bomber didn't get the did, he didn't get the death penalty. I don't he? think so. No, no. Like exactly. Somehow. Like I know Timothy McVeigh did, but that's Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Anyway, not to, to drag out Oklahoma, sometimes you got to get rid of some people, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, uh, so that's been... Yeah. Yeah, Retroverse yeah. Remake. Uh, uh, next, and I think we got to... Yeah, so um, I kind of meant to do this earlier, but I, I forgot. It's okay. One, one does. Uh, I think recently they did a remake of uh, House Party. House Party! The, uh, the classic, I believe, 90s. Uh, 90s with Kid and Play. Mm-hmm. To... Uh, to urban legends, yes. as uh, Kid and Play. So I, I can't I, wait for this. I'm interested to see how they try to approach this like beloved franchise in a modern era. So, Me too. 
Kind of like uh, 12 Angry Men. Yeah, I, I like 12 Angry Men. But I'm looking forward to uh, be fun. House Party. We should actually watch this together. I Yo, think. dude. I think we should do 100%, this. Yeah. 100%. Hell, when, whenever you want, man. Like uh, like I said, my weekends are pretty free lately. Okay. So, um, now, when you say... I'll cut this part. But like, when you say watch, do you want to watch both? You I don't give a shit. We can watch both. Cool. You could leave that part in. So we can watch both. <laughs> That's fine with me. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. House Party is the next one. This, this All right, this is a good episode. Ah, oh, it's a great episode, and I like, and I do want to pull the switch. Uh, I'm Dan Farley. <laughs> you can find me at Dan Farley at, at Dan Farley 18 on Instagram and Jersey Dan 18 on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Reggie Parker. Uh, what you don't know about Dan is when the Death Row Records logo, he's off to the side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Green Miles now. Yeah, Green Miles. <laughs> yeah, so, man. Uh, check us out on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, click subscribe. Hell yeah. Uh, like and subscribe. Yep. Retroverse Remake. Retroverse on, uh, Remake on Instagram. Instagram. Twitter, but Instagram. Yeah. Word. Thank <laughs> you so much, guys. Have a great year. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You, whatever time. Have a good life. Have a good one. <laughs> Have a good life. No, that was sick. <laughs>